Welcome to The Solution, a real estate podcast for agents by agents, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Jeff and Phil run a residential real estate team that will close over $250 million worth of homes in 2018, and they are sharing their insights on growing a team and winning in the living room with actual buyers and sellers. Enjoy. I actually have something that I want to discuss this morning, which I earned this afternoon, Ooh. which is different than your topic of the day, and I know we're going to get to your topic <clears throat> of the day. And which is, why do realtors suck? I mean, if that's what you want to call the topic. I'm just saying that that's what the worthless in the comments. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, that's what the client said. They're worthless. Okay, we'll get to that story. What do you But before we talk about how your clients describe real estate agents, (laughs) I know that's not the story. I searched for the solution. It ends well, but I searched for the solution on on my phone the other day. So because somebody said, how do I find the solution on my handy dandy uh cell phone device cell phone app and so you click the purple button that says podcast and the title of our podcast hold on that, that i don't know i don't know that most people know that's a button point show them at the screen that, that there's a search no it, so that, here's my screen on my iphone and there's this purple button right here that says podcasts oh and so i can push it i thought and I then would, it comes I up meant, with a search box i meant that yeah okay cool and then i can go and i've been solution, but no i thought you meant that all podcast purple. Oh, so then instead of all podcasts, it says your library? Yeah, you yeah, want to so choose all, all podcasts. podcasts, right? Make sure that's purple. And the name of our podcast is not The Solution. It is Real Estate. It's The Solution, a real estate podcast. Is The Solution. Thank you, Shanley. A, let me see. Let me just search The Solution first to see. Oh, I got to spell it right. Yeah. The solution. They don't have spell check. Son of a bitch. Search. And you know, we're none of those good looking dudes. Not, no. Right? So then I got to add in. Can you not even scroll right or left? I can scroll right, but I'm not that good looking lady. I'm not those good looking dudes. I'm not. We're not big enough yet. yet. The solution, real estate search. Still not. And oh, now all of a sudden you got good looking why, dudes. Why is there two two picture of you and I instead of a yellow glaring podcast? We're there? getting there. I okay. just want people to know that if you are <laughs> looking for the solution, a real estate podcast to listen to this after the fact, that's where you find it on iTunes. Right, for your, on, Stitcher, on your walks, where you read for the doctor, yes. you got any kids, like whatever you're driving to work. Because I heard from somebody, actually, that they don't actually need to look at our beautiful faces on Facebook Live. They just turn the audio on and then go about their, their normal day and let the, let the visual run in the background. I wouldn't so look at listen. me either. Look at I, you. Yeah, right? I don't. I look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Since Mike's on here, it's like we're not as cute as his wife is, right? Like, Well, that's just different level. Different right, 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 right. Yeah. We're envious of those looks, right? <laughs> Thank you, Jim Wayner. Yeah. I appreciate the compliment. You rock as well. We are uh, – so today – now that we had our housekeeping out of the way, and all, yeah. all of a sudden, our also, I, I want to mention for our broker, Kathy, which is a wonderful lady, that there's no commission talk on here. So even though this is the Ask Jeff and Phil show, feel free to ask us your questions, such as, you know, why do you think, why did your clients say realtors suck? Well, or like, get, are we ready, when, to, get, are we ready to, to jump on it? Get right? to the point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Driving GA, Bill Risser said. Driving GA. Okay, so. I'm listening. Nice, Bill. Welcome awesome. to the party. Welcome to the party. All right, so here's the way it goes, right? Like why I, we put out why realtors are worthless is because this has been an overwhelming theme that I've heard over the last few weeks as I'm interacting with consumers that are in the, looking to move. 
from okay. one house to another house. And actually both of them both own houses. So this is a seller conversation as well as a buyer conversation. But the real reality is that I guess because we work in the luxury marketplace, the sell and because the marketplace is on fire, meaning that people know now that because he was telling me so my client is from Indiana. So we're not picking on any Arizona realtors. I'm sure you're all great. I'm just talking about realtors in Indiana. Well, we might, we might have some realtors in Indiana. Maybe we got a couple. Okay, cool. But he lives in Indiana and he was describing the experience that did I share the experience of my son's tickets on the solution two weeks ago? Your son has tickets? No, the, the Phoenix Suns tickets, the guy that was looking. Oh, did I yes, share that? Okay, yes. cool. All right. So anyway. So you went to, you mean you bought a partial ownership of season tickets to the Phoenix Suns. You went to the party where you get to pick which games each person gets to pick. You go around the room. And while you were there, somebody found out you were a real estate agent. And they, they shared a story. They told you a story that their It was just like this, but we were didn't do a good job. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Well, actually, he's describing what consumers do to find houses in today's world. Now, are we back? Are we at the sun story or are we at your No, we're going to go current. current, current. Right, this is so this morning. Now, right, current right, story. Right, right. Your client's looking in. Right. Indiana. So, Jimmy, right? So His uh, name's Jimmy? Jim. Jim. Yeah. So Jim, I mean, we've worked with Jim and his family for years, right? Right. So um, we had sold his parents' house in Troon. And anyway, so he was calling me to talk about one thing, but he, in explaining that he wanted to sell the lot adjacent to the house that we were selling, because he's got a lot up in Troon that's got spectacular views, maybe four, 425, I don't know, something like that, if you want an acre lot in Troon. But anyway, that's not this show. But um, I got to do well for my consumer, though. The consumer said, right? Anyway, but so he says, you know, Jeff, we're looking for our dream home. And he said, we're either going to build a new one or we're going to buy a house on a couple acres. He's in like, Indiana. In Indiana. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So he said, I got referred to a agent up here. By you? No. Mm -mm. He, okay. just, he just said. And he so your client... Your client family that you've worked with for a long time didn't ask you if you had any contacts in Indiana? No, because I have done a sure. good job following up, like last week's guest on The Solution who said relationships are everything, call people. Maybe I would have got, I would have had an opportunity. Sorry, Jeremy to, Clevin. Yeah, Jeremy yes. Clevin, but I'm not that good. So I was, I had not talked Yet. to him. You're well, we had, I mean, we were talking, but he was just going through a really stressful time and I didn't want to bug him because uh, he's going through the death of his parents, which is really traumatic and it's just hard to, to reach out during those times, not that I reach out a lot. I, anyway, I don't do that great. I'm just making sure we're telling the story. <clears throat> okay, so Jim is saying he's extravagant. Why realtors are worthless? Like here, here it comes. Jim says I find one online, and I get in the car and drive out to the house. Okay. He said that now. He had not spoken to his agent. Does yet. he have a full-time job where he works during the day? He does. All right. So he does this after hours? Or is he a Saturday, Sunday driver buyer? I think it was over the weekend. All right. Yeah, he said okay. to Nikki, they were looking um, by, for themselves, by themselves, online, without engaging a realtor. Okay. Okay. So there's two sides to this. So he was telling me that, hey, I said, why didn't you ask your realtor to help you with the home. He said, no, I asked him to find me a house, but he only sends me listings that I've already seen. He said, so then he's really worthless. 
Ouch. I don't like that word. Yes. I said, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, if I can see them on realtor.com, I don't need him. Because for the home search process. No, he just said, I don't need him. He didn't say home search. He just said, I don't need him. That was his opinion. And why we, if we don't change the way we're going, like this is what, so anyway. He hasn't gotten to the point of the transaction where that agent does more work. Correct. Okay. Where that agent thinks their value is. He just said, gotcha. he's like, can you just give me your MLS login? I told him because if you're not going to usually no. that's a, violation. yeah, he didn't, he didn't, the guy didn't violate his license. Right. But uh, he said fine for doing that one time. <laughs> 2005. <laughs> right. We've been working on this issue for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Right. But anyway, she, he said uh, he wanted to anyway. So he, he told the guy what he wanted to buy, but the guy was not bringing him opportunities for him to, like, he wasn't. He, he was a boots on the ground helping him with the search process. Right. He was okay. just emailing him homes, which we tend to do. And anyway, and, you know, he's like, he calls me from time to time, but he doesn't have anything to offer me that's, that I need to answer the phone for. So I'm not answering the phone. Therefore, it doesn't call me back. Blah, 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 blah. I'm squirming because I had a very similar conversation with okay. the agent. Well, I'm still going here. I'm not yeah, done. I didn't get to the other half of it. It's not Just the wait. Jeff and Jeff show. Okay. <laughs> but, Phil, he drives out to the house. Yeah, the client. The client does. Yes. So then the client gets out there, and he's like, this house is built with just nothing but quality materials, but I realize the, the roof is bad, and the, the, they have a pond because he's like, it's in a really remote area, and they have a water system from the pond. He's like, but it has a private pond, and anyway, um, so I call, he says, I call the listing agent. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, because this is the way that we see it. Who's marketing found the buyer? Technically, because he said on realtor.com, because the the – and then Mark, whatever he saw on realtor.com was enticing enough to get the buyer to drive by the house. Right. Okay. So, but then when he. So, so far, credit listing agent. Credit listing agent. Okay. Yeah, right. Not credit buyer's agent because buyer agent has done nothing and buyer agent's pissed that he's not, you know, that he's not calling them. But the thing is, is he, but he saw one that was interesting, meaning as we as agents, if our clients say, ask us a question, do we get in the car and drive out to see it? Yes. Yes. We need to if we want to be ahead of our client. But anyway, well, we have a really hard time of convincing others around us to do that. I know. I don't know why, but that's why we're having a podcast to try and convince others to do this. If they want to be successful in today's marketplace, I don't get it, but they're just anyway. So he calls the listing agent and the, he asks the listing agent, what's the story? And the guy says, oh, it's a real successful businessman and he travels a lot. And he hunts a lot. He just spends his time hunting, blah, 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 blah. Tells him a story. And, a single story. Right. And, he's, <laughs> and he asks him what's going on with the property. And, oh, he doesn't take care of it. It's just kind of go, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, Jim doesn't believe what the guy says. So Jim then goes and because he can get the information on his own. He comes up with the tax record. He look, Googles the guy. Like a homeowner. Right. So where in the story is the agent involved? The buyer's agent? He, he's not. Right. Actually, yeah. and the seller's agent. But anyway, because the seller agent answered the call, but the seller agent did not. He, didn't, he lied. Well, I mean, he was doing the right thing because he technically. But anyway, the he said the it was listed. The lot was listed one third of the size of the actual size of the lot and the property. Wow. And Jim said, you know, he's like, there was lots of things wrong with the house. 
why wouldn't the agent tell him to get those fixed like you did is what he said like why didn't you why didn't the agent help that guy because now it's i he's like i gotta lowball the hell out of this guy he's got problems in every facet right so now that's the cell i mean like, all right so then let's back up because... but uh, what i'm saying is is this is why we're losing the crowd is because every time they turn they're like what are, what he's like what is the realtor's job like he's like which side the buyer side or the listing side both well i mean you he's a past client of ours right he had a house that well he, he said he said he says i'm sick and tired of this i mean yeah i'm gonna pat myself on the back he's I gotcha. like I gotcha. well no because the last two houses we sold uh, last three houses we sold for him we rep we found the buyer and we found this buyer for every house that we sold through our marketing after we fixed up the house gotcha so um, he was expecting he expects greatness well no he just expected the, the realtors to have i mean he was on the seller's realtor because the guy didn't really know what the story was like the listing he, agent didn't have his, the guy's 101 years old he's his both is so your clients died there's only one kid grant like the, the he knew a lot more did your client contact the seller directly he's 101 in a hospital he doesn't have a cell phone anymore but no okay I I'm might have tried. No, I'm yeah. telling you, I've I've heard of deals. We have one in escrow. I've, I've got deals. I've got deals in my family where people have contacted sellers directly. They've flown to different states to meet with sellers one on one to negotiate. It's just, um, and I don't think yeah. that's normal. But the point of it is, is that we are here to put the consumer first, real estate, right? But yes. it's trying to debunk this. But this is why we can't do it ourselves because if agents aren't doing a better job. The consumer is becoming disenchanted. All right. That's a big word. Disenchanted. Can we hashtag that? With the agent. That's how you have Oh, okay. Yeah, like a waffle. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got two things there. We got buyer's agent that isn't doing, that isn't providing value to somebody who is searching for a house. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, that's part of the battle. Mm -hmm. And so when you put consumers first in real estate, your solution for buyer's agents is what? To out to provide value and value is that you, I mean, it is clear that the consumers outworking the agents in most of the cases, yet we still want top, you know, we want to get paid as much as we want to get paid, but that's going to change because the consumers are, the monkeys are getting restless. No, but the thing is, we're going to start rattling the cages, right? So what are they doing is they're going around the, right? Like we're trying to raise the relevance of, of agents because, they're gonna start as go around to the sellers. I mean, circumventing. So, circumventing, right? So, but then when they, you know, the seller's agent. So the buyer's agent, so in order to not be circumvented, needs to provide more value. You mean like needs to get out into the onto the street? Needs to get out to the house. Well, he should have. The buyer's agent should have been ping, so, pinging this guy without. What, what if the buyer? What if the buyer's agent had an auto search set up and that house was included in the auto search? That doesn't count. Why not? Because it's like fire insurance, Phil. An e-alert sending out homes that are listed on the internet. You don't get credit for that shit, dude, right? Like, I sent you an e-alert, right? Like, if that's your value, guess what? You're going to get a pay cut. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, but the point is, is unfortunately, 
the search process is when you made the relationship. That was actually one of the conversations. That was the conversation that I had with the new. I relationship. stole it from you and went public. Well, not, it. not. I mean, the fire insurance, <laughs> yes, but um, the uh, the conversation was review, right? So he's got a lead that uh, he talked to on the phone. A nice couple that's moving from California. Their house is listed in California. They're renting a furnished place in Greyhawk, which is a golf course community here in North Scottsdale, uh, a townhouse there. And they're looking for a house between 800 and 1.3 mil in North Scottsdale and 85255. And so 800 to 1.3 in the greater Phoenix area is four to five times, I don't know, maybe five, four to six times the average or the median sales price in this area. Just to give you an idea, that's a, that's a good lead in our marketplace. And he said that he had set up the lead on an e-alert and he's sending her a bunch of stuff. And so that was, I started to question that. What He wasn't even an old school agent. So no. how did he think that that no, was? So he has an e-alert set up and I'm sending her a bunch of stuff. I said, so what are you saying? So the e-alert is set up. And then what's the bunch of stuff that you're sending her? And he said, well, the e-alert is sending her everything. He was explaining the bunch of stuff. Yeah. Right. And I said, well, what are you doing outside of that? Like, how are you trying to find her house? And he said he wasn't. Like, there wasn't anything outside of that. No. Because he called her again after the first conversation. Hey, Mark. And left her a message. And then wow. she didn't call him back. Why would she? And so he called her this again. Is, this is my argument. Another message just to say, make sure that the emails that she was oh, getting your turn were, to talk. were properties yep. that mm-hmm. she was getting. Were properties that she was interested in, and she didn't call him back again. So then he never got out of his chair and never went and looked at all the houses between 800 and 13. But she won't call me back. Because she won't call me back. So do you think that she is talking to her agent in California using the same words that your client was using to us? Yep. Unfortunately, yeah. That's It's not that it's... It's an epidemic. We're not... Yeah, like We're I, not I don't void know, of like, this problem how, how on our do we, team. As do well. we have to host the class? I mean, we have already, but I mean, it's just the concept that no, it's just don't get off the box. Don't. How do you guys? Can you guys share that the we're trying to start this conversation that we're trying to have this conversation with our industry of putting consumers first? Like we need good ideas from you guys on things that you're seeing out there where people are hustling. I'd love to highlight somebody that is hustling that is outworking their client when looking for a house. Maybe that's we put the request out for for a guest. Who's doing that? Because we've been reaching out to guests. Yeah, there was a girl in California, I was told, because when we wrote the article, was it last year in Inman? No, I think it was 2016. And the lady said, I... I do that. I don't... No, 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 no. This is the writer at Inman, uh, Jill. And um, spelled like Gil, who moved to Australia. And she said, I heard of... She moved south. Yeah, she was. <laughs> her name was yeah. Anyway, south. Yeah, the, but she said I heard of an agent in California doing this one time. Yeah. Yes. So we're not alone. You we know there's other for the clients. Well, actually, because the the piece that we didn't get to was because I think we picked on the buyer side before, but the to me, when we're representing sellers, I think we need to do more. Okay. Good. Thank, I'm glad you brought it up because that's the buyer side that we found issue with. And now let's talk about the seller side. I mean, do you think that that seller, that that listing agent asked him, are you working with an agent? Well, unfortunately you call it that listing agent. Uh, and that, I, mean, I think maybe if we just change the word, we'll get the agents to do more work for their sellers. So <laughs> we should, we, should we put a poll out there? If we change the name from listing agent, what would we change it to? To seller helper. 
Seller helpers. Yeah, seller helpers, oh. right? So, because then that would give the instance that you think that you're going to do something to what? Help, help the help seller. Me. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I, I, I make jest, but... Uh, Jim Mitchell with a comment. Jim Mitchell, thank I, I you. thank you for participating. Love the participation, yeah. Do you, I hope you share this with your, with your office that you're on here and you're, and you're commenting. We appreciate it. Did you have Jeff read your story? Did you ask Jim, the buyer, where he find, found that agent? I'm not defending the poor performance of the agent he found, but isn't some of the onus then on Jim for not finding a capable buyer's agent through either A, a trusted friend, family member referral, or B, positive online reviews? Actually, this was the trusted friend, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wished yeah. it was uh, that wasn't the truth, but I also have found in interviewing and talking to lots of agents that you know after interviewing about seven hundred that everybody's guilty of this. So the thing Epidemic. is, yeah, is that although they like to think that they go above and beyond for their client, and I'm not talking about sending them emails, and I'm not talking about going through MLS and saying here's one and here's one. It's like. Are, is it pants on fire that you have to find them a house that is not like the, we, you have to understand that to get the respect of the buyer. Cause um, I mean, we convert. No. I'm sorry. Continue. Let me know what's fine here. I don't know. We were in a master grind group and someone referred to us as saying that we were the best internet conversion people out there. Then you got a stigma. <laughs> your internet. Oh, you guys convert those internet leads. Right, but they're yeah. harder leads to convert. Maybe we're just idiots, and now we got no, a podcast. That's the kind because right? we like to chase things that are hard work. That's, so let me answer Jim's comment with that slant, oh. and that is sometimes, Jim, when you have a trusted friend or family member that refers an agent, that agent feels they don't have to work as hard because they have trust from the beginning of the relationship. And, and they you, know that they'll come back to the agent when, when they find a house. And leave them a message when there's already a little bit of trust there, that person calls you back. When you meet cold leads off the internet, do you have to work harder or not as hard to develop Three times as hard. Three times as hard. So what if you just took that, that reckless abandonment that you work when you're trying to convince somebody that you're great and apply it to the people that come in as a referred from a family member or trust? Like then they wouldn't be calling and saying you're worthless, right? Like, what do we have to do? What's the best job that you've ever done to convince somebody that you're the best agent? But I mean, the, 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 point, the point of this, Jim, is that I've had, I don't know, let's say five conversations with different buyers or buyers in the process, and all of them describe the same experience. And the reason why we're talking about this is because it's true, not because and the reason why it's time to put the consumer first real estate is because that's not what's happening out there today. And therefore, the value of the real estate agent is falling faster and faster. And I don't want to go the way of the real estate with the travel agents. Amen. Right? Like, I don't want to go that way. And that if we become bookstores, let's say, and say we're not going to change the way that we're going to do business, then we're just not going to have anyone that buys any books from us. <laughs> so um, maybe we actually interview an agent by the name of Janet Shaw because we interviewed Janet Shaw's clients recently. Oh, okay. And the clients we asked a few different questions to, one of which was, why did you choose the Seabock team to help you find a home? Wow. And Kelly's response to that was, 
Real estate video after video as they walked through neighborhoods and open houses, it really helped. It was what we wanted to see out there and they were relatable. You can do a video? How, not, how do you not love that? Boots on the ground. It's, it's what we're oh, preaching, right? They wanted clients, to see you in action. They want to see that you're working for them, that you're helping answer the questions that they have. And that is, what is this? I mean, that was an out of town buyer that was moving into our community, but buying two five. That's what we got to talk about. We got a a question. It looks like Mo Man indicated. Oh, we got a couple questions. Jim smiled. Thank you, Jim. We're smiling back at you. I keep going back to what you guys said a few weeks ago. What can we as agents do that Zillow, Realtor.com, et cetera, cannot do? Preview the inventory and learn the local market inside and out. Some of the best advice I've heard in a long time. This is where we're at, is is that, but but it's at all levels. I mean, I was having a conversation with an agent yesterday afternoon that was telling me he was a newer agent and he wanted to, he was going to, he said his friend. You talking about Mauricio? Uh-uh. Oh, did we already mention that he passed his real estate test? Hey. You did? Hey, y'all. Yeah. Oh, don't give a license to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the, we have to change our focus because right now, currently, I was talking to this agent and he was telling me that his friend was doing a lot of, uh, calling canceled and expired. Mm. And it's funny that we'll put the amount of time that we'll focus on for to benefit ourselves first is over on this side of the pillar. And we're trying to, the thing isn't that, that expected. What do you mean? Why are you working? Right. But I'm just saying that it's, it's, I am trying to bring voice to that. It's ruining our industry. This is why we have the Solution Podcast and why we're going to continue to talk about it over and over again until you're tired of listening. But we need to get more on track with it because we can't fight the fight alone, right? Like right. we need we, we need, need guys like Jim Mitchell to be out there yes. talking to their friends, their colleagues about the. Please share this podcast if you can. And I know on the on step on uh, part one of this series, we showed that the solution. A real estate podcast is what the name of it is on iTunes. And if you guys, I don't know if you know, we got 12 reviews on there. We'd love more reviews. And somebody gave us a one star because they don't like us. And that means we're doing something right because we aren't going to be. My grandma once told me, I think I was in the first grade. She goes, Phil, do you like everybody that you meet? And I said, no. She goes, then don't expect everybody to like you. expected but if you guys do like it and you could give us a review that would help get the word out we're trying to get other agents on board let's raise our level of service that we're providing our clients okay so the third piece of it was that my client said jim why jeff why don't other agents try to sell the house he's like because we got to get a listing agent and i need to get a good listing agent but why is it that i can't find any other marketing about my house other than on the sites, when I list my house with an agent. Well, like what? Like other marketing, like skywriting? I don't know. Newspaper ads. So uh, the question I have for, because when I was picking on that agent out of Prescott that was telling me that what he does, because he told me what he spends on on listing houses. And he said, I spend $150 to clean the house and I spend $200 on photos. I said, what other marketing do you do? He goes, well, the system sells it. And I go, what do you mean the system? He goes, well, you, you sell a lot of houses, don't you? And I said, 
I do. And he said, well, the system sells it. I said, yeah, but we do other things to market the house. So my question for the audience is, what do you do beyond buying premium advertising on Zillow or Realtor.com or right like that is the, and then taking photos and um, clean, maybe cleaning the house, right? Because this guy needed, uh, I want to hear a story, right? From someone else. Like, I don't want to do all the talking, but like this story. guy needed that. He said there was a handle falling off of the cabinet and it had been clear that nobody was maintaining the house. So if you run in that situation, do you list the house as is? Do you take cell phone photos? What Like what is included in your marketing package beyond putting it in MLS, MLS and taking photos and letting syndication try to sell the house. What is your now? Hopefully no one watched this episode three weeks ago. And I like to, you know, we'll see. I mean, can someone submit, we get anyone out there that wants to tell us what their, what is their marketing efforts? Cause the thing is, is there's gotta be things to help sell houses. Right. Okay. So for instance, if you go out to, because I think sometimes people are worried that if they share what their marketing efforts are to get business, that other don't be so short-sighted i've and we've been telling people for years and they still don't listen so all right so, so this Francis, is the story this isn't those tactics you can still keep those tactics secret we want the tactics on no, how do you thing actually is, do you think house? that anyone's listening right yes <laughs> okay so okay so let's I see the stats on the podcast jeff you know people are listening yeah i know but still i don't but why then i still hear jim telling me like the, it's not wild wild widely known but anyway so like mo man comes to us you know because he hadn't had his license yet and his grandfather yeah. wanted to sell his house and he's still alive Yes, sir. He awesome. was in the office today. You didn't yeah, I me? missed him. No, uh-uh. oh, Raquel okay. adopted him. No, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> nice guy. She took oh, him wow. in her pocket. Yeah, nice. But anyway, so when we went over to Mr. Moman's house, um, senior Moman. Yeah, and the who was the listing agent? Sharon. Sharon Winiski. And we went over there, and I- <laughs> you know, I got a comment from somebody the other day. And it just reminded me of it. They said, you know, sometimes when I listen to Jeff, I think he's drunk. <laughs> and I, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm always sober. I just... Uh, you just say Wisniewski. <laughs> Wisniewski. I do swallow words because I like to talk fast. And sometimes I mumble through it. All right. If that person mum- that made that comment wants to own it. The, mum- you know, the, mumble, the, the mumbler is what I used to be called in college. Yes. Oh, the mumbler. Yeah. Because when I do drink, it's way worse. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you and Sharon and Mo Man go to Senior Mo Man's house. Right. We're going to give out a tactic right now if you're, for those of you that are listening that is um, what we consider putting the consumer first. Okay. So so Mr. Moman needs to sell his house, and not because the house back to a major street, but it does. We went to the house, and Moman, how long has he owned the house? 13 years. 13 years. So would you say so the house- So he was 80? Yeah, he got it when he was 80. <laughs> anyway, would you say that he put a lot of money into the house over the past 13 years? No. Would you say, does it have carpet? He changed all the bedrooms from carpet to laminate. To laminate. But he got, like, like yeah. Yeah. And uh, got what was on sale. So they're all a different shade of light brown. Oh. He did them at different times. Smart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> different kinds of flooring is on your list of items that cause a house to yep. sell for less. Less, yes. Didn't, uh, 
did his own backsplash in the kitchen. He did, he installed it himself. Correct. He went to Home Depot nice. and picked out some stuff. Yeah. Did he get How advice? Do? You know, it's did he, did it's it not bad. Well. It's yeah. not bad. Good. But again, got something. What year was the house built? Budding new realtor. Ninety-eight. No, go with it. It was not a lie. No, yeah, you're fucking terrible. <laughs> okay, so it was, he owned it. Though. Yeah, it was yeah. Greenway and Sixty-four Street. 44 Street, right? right? So that area was built in like the late 70s, early 80s. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> so uh, real estate 101, you got to know when the house is built, right? And I wasn't even there. I'm just guessing based on my experience. But anyway, so our advice to Mr. Roman was, you know what? If you want top dollar, then... I, you- I don't know. The Beyonce song comes to mind. We, we, was it a, put a, a ring on TV it? commercial? Which upgrade me? <laughs> well, can we splice that in here? Yeah. There's an upgrade Beyonce commercial. I've okay, good. It. I haven't seen it. All right. So, um, but, but we we've been talking about or demonstrating to. I mean, we've done about 500 of them and helping people improve their house. So, but I think it's the realtor's job to help people get the best experience when selling. Because what the problem is, is that when you list a house that is, you know, not been upgraded and has shown a lot of wear and tear and it backs to a major road, guess how many people are going to come to that house? Even if they found it on ZillowRealtor.com? Even if we put it on a realtor tour. (laughs) (laughs) None. Right. Exactly. Unless we do what, Phil? Oh, oh, wait. Is that my cue? Upgrade you. We do not own the rights to this video. Do we? We do not. We do not own the rights to that video, and we thank Beyonce for giving us the opportunity to replay her video on TV. Something like that. <laughs> We're getting jiggy with it now. All right. All right. Cool. That wasn't planned. The thing was, is, is Mr. Moman wants wants to get the most out of his house, and that he needs every stinking penny. Would you say most sellers want to get the most out of their house? Um, I've been on, you know, approaching fifteen hundred listing appointments, maybe seventeen hundred, and everybody wants to get the most out of their house. I would say there's probably there's a couple. Fi- that I would say there's probably five percent. It's why the success we had Jim Sexton on there. No, yeah. there's probably five percent of the world out there that prefers convenience over money. Money, <laughs> but when it's really close, the difference. But some people, I mean, because I'm talking the difference of forty thousand more. Significant. Uh, is forty thousand significant to you? Is there anyone in the that's watching thinks that forty thousand is not important to a seller? Dollars or forty thousand dollars net, increasing their net by forty thousand more. So you're in a sense helping senior moment flip his house. Yes, I mean that's where we stole I mean, the advice. Yes, right. Yeah, we're giving suggestions. We're right. helping them. Well, find we, we saw it on HGTV in 2012, and we we're like, "Wow, if they can do it, we can do it, right?" Because we're realtors, and we're supposed to be advising people that are uh, looking to sell their house for top dollar, which they all are. So you're just talking about ways that we are trying to not be worthless. I'm trying to talk right, exactly. At least, I mean the. The thing is, is one day Mo Man's going to turn off the auto sleep on that computer. You know that? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> when we get out of mom's basement. Yeah. But the thing is, is that, you know, so if you want to go out to our Instagram page, you can see some of the materials. Yours, Jeff it's Seabach? Jeff Seabach IG Instagram. Right. Did we put it up there? Yeah. I think it's out there. Yeah. 
But um, we were putting in some wood-like tile and some, you know, all that stuff to provide the best option for the seller is what we do it for. Because we don't make any money on it. We do make a little more commission and people are like that. And I'm like, no, because when you list a house that is in poor condition internally, and that was Jim's comment, because it doesn't mean you have to upgrade the house. But if that, if the realtor in Indiana would have helped the seller fix all the issues, had them looked at, right? If they would have done that as a service, they would have helped, he would have had a sale. Right. And now Jim's like, not buying it. Well, Jim's like, you know, I don't know, is does it have one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of repairs? And that we've learned that it's never one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of repairs. Yeah, but but because we're not, we're what is the new word? Seller helpers, not listing agents. Listing agents are people want to go take the paperwork and then stick it on the internet. That's a listing agent who's gonna. Like, you know, they're doing it now for a little, a little next to nothing, next to nothing, almost free, almost free. So you got to be more than that. Right. And we don't think it's going to go away. Like, I think that now I just think that unfortunately that these new companies, um, not Jim's company, but other companies are the low fee brokerages. The, low fee brokerages. Oh, the challenge of, about that for a second? All right, the challenge is with the, that they're that, proving that's next week. They're proving to the, I guess, is this the question, Phil? Are they proving the concept that other realtors are worthless? I, I see the ads. That's what they're trying to prove. Yeah, that's when I hear them. Like One of the ads that I heard was, you're going to get an experienced local real estate agent. And I chuckled on the inside because... Because they're lying to the consumer as well because they're not... No, oh. no, no, no. I chuckled on the inside... <laughs> Because we should interview the Purple Bricks guy. Then. Experienced local agents aren't what is needed in today's world as much as current local oh, hardworking oh, out there hustling Phil, and advising Phil, Phil. agents. He's the detail guy. Dude, I've had enough agents that come into the meeting and they say this, Jeff, I've been in the business for 25 years. And we know that that, that doesn't like what, yeah, what does that matter? Right. Like I am always trying to adjust that script. Not mm. I've been in the business for 25 years. I've been in the business for 25 years. And in the last two years, I've seen more changes than in the first 23. Is that why we've been so successful? Current. Cause we've been current. in the business longer. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but so when I, so I chuckle internally when I hear experienced local agents. Yeah, cool. Good. You can get the experienced agents. Oh. Let's get the hardworking ones that actually oh. advise clients. Even if they're new, it doesn't matter. Right, but, it's, but, but to me, we're going to have to, re, as a group, we're going to have to reposition our value. Yeah. Right, and that's what we're talking about. I mean, uh, if we're not going to get any more comments, we're going to wrap it up for today. That was wonderful. Um, Thank you all for listening. Hey! The Solution, a real estate podcast available on iTunes, on your iPhone, on your Stitcher, on your Android. Overcast. Overcast. What else we got? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yep, that's Everywhere. Right. Give them a thumbs up. <laughs> Woo! Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for listening to The Solution, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. Stay up to date by following us on soundcloud.com forward slash Phil or download the Apple Podcast app and search for The Solution, hosted by Jeff Seabock and Phil Sexton. You can find links to all of our social media platforms in our description, including a Facebook group link to the solution presented by Ask Jeff and Phil. If you have questions, please leave a comment below, and we will answer those questions on Facebook Live, Mondays and Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time.